Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, this is a little awkward. Um, I definitely said I was going to drop my first official episode like months ago, but you know, you gotta make time. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do sometimes. At first, I was a little afraid. Um, truthfully, I was a little afraid to put out my own content because in the world of social media, we, as we all understand, everybody has their own thing, but it's all really the same thing. So it just, I just feel like if you cloud your mind with too many things, it can be a little frustrating to isolate your own ideas and thoughts and opinions and so my thought was that like there's so many thoughts and opinions out there no one's gonna listen to mine you know but then i realized the oversaturation of content is a good thing and i think we're gonna get a little bit into that today so hello this is justice 444 all and welcome to justice with jazz i'm very happy to have you here and ready to listen attentively or passively to my opinions on um creativity and social media today so just to get right into it you know as i was saying about like my spiel of the oversaturation of social media and its effects on individuals and society. There's just a lot of stuff going on all the time and it can be so confusing, right? Um, but there's nothing necessarily wrong with it. Not inherently. There's just so many different ways for a person to create and make things. And because there's just so much stuff it's like, it's too much. Like I was watching Abbott Elementary and dude was, <laughs> episode was hilarious. You guess you should watch it. But dude was talking about how he doesn't like pizza because there's no reason why you should have all these different ingredients just sloshing around in your mouth. And I had to think about it for a second because at first I was gonna hate, I was hating on social media. And then I was like, nah. He might be spitting. <laughs> he might have a point there. And he does. So in the world of TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Be Real, Snapchat, etc., etc., there's just so many different ways to put out what you're thinking. And we're just getting up and reading other people's thoughts, listening to other people's thoughts, listening to other people's habits, and just going along with it as if it's such a normal thing to know what people are doing and thinking and making or not making all the time. And don't get me wrong, like it's so cool, you know, to have the originality at times, but that's what we're getting to. Basically, with so many different things out there, with so many people watching what so many other people are doing all the time, it creates kind of this lack of originality. And 
it in some ways bothers me. It really does. In terms of just and for my the sake of my beliefs, right? I think expression is our birthright. Everyone should have the platform or the ability to release how they're feeling in some type of creative manner. But it also creates this bonding between everyone who is involved in the sharing of this person's story. Um, sharing their story in some way, right? Whether it's a dance, whether it's them telling a funny joke, it's still some part of them, some part of their experience that's cool and interesting and that they felt like they could share. Who I'm really trying to get at is that there has to be a balance to it, right? There has to be times where we're like, oh, this should be shared. Um, but also times where just like, mm, does everyone really need to know that I don't shower every day? You know, like, come on now, come on, that get the fuck up, be fucking for real. <laughs> but in my telling of that is basically just coming back to, I felt like I had no room, right? Because everyone's doing it. Everyone's doing the same thing, but everyone's not doing the same thing, but everyone is doing the same thing just in their own way. There's some nuance to it. You see, I, I took so long to come back to making my podcast episodes and uploading them despite my long desire to do so and my longing to do so, truthfully, was because I had to work mentally and emotionally through this delusion that I had no space, I had no room to be who I am and, and create in this world because everyone's already doing it right but at the same time people do, do <laughs> lesser things for lesser reasons all the time and so i'm just like why would i deny myself of doing something that is going to truly give me joy because i love to talk i love to share my ideas and just express myself in the way that makes me happy, whether that is talking, whether that is writing, whether that is dancing or singing or reading, like, I, I just like to have fun. And I like to have fun. I like to do things that make me feel better. So that's what we're here to talk about, you know? What is your outlet of expression? What is your way of being who you truly are? How do you connect with your inner child? How do you find joy in your day-to-day -day life? It's important to really figure it out, honestly. It can be and come from a lot of different things. Um, the things that make you happy, you know, whether it is doing hair or creating outfits, um, talking to yourself, talking to your friends, writing or drawing, painting, doing photography, doing videography, dancing, singing, all of things and more. It can be whatever you desire it to be. But I find that in our society today, it's really hard to find what that is for you. 
because we have so many options. We have so many people who are doing different things and it can be out of happiness. It can be out of joy for themselves and out of true self-expression, but it can also be to look a certain way to the world. It, it can also be a way to express yourself to the world, um, but you're trying to change it up in ways that makes it a little inauthentic. So I just really want to talk about um, why it can turn out like that and also how. As I stated before, I am a sociology major in school and it's my senior year. I'm a graduating senior. I really feel like it took me a long time to get to this place. But at the same time, I also felt like I just got here. I feel like I was a freshman like yesterday, but <laughs> that's besides the point. Being a sociology major, as a sociology major, I have really tried to use the sociological imagination in my daily life. Um, the sociological imagination is a sort of lens where you as a person take on the role of an observer, a watcher. And if you enjoy the MCU and if you have watched What If, the show on Disney+, Plus, then you understand as the watcher, um, you are a person who is not in the world, not involved in their societal norms, or maybe even know what their societal norms are, but you are a person outside of it who simply watches. And through this lens, um, you just kind of take in the world and the subjects of the world for what they are, and you develop questions, you develop ideas. My favorite way to kind of understand this in a different um, comparison than the MCU would be think of yourself as an alien coming to earth and asking humans why we transfigure our food in such peculiar ways before eating it. In real life terms, if you were going to another country that you were born in, you observe people and their natural societal interactions. You pick up on their social innuendos and social cues and possibly wonder, why do they do stuff like that? Why are they doing that? And it just gives you a whole fresh perspective to be curious as an outsider. Like many people are with creativity. Like many people are with the way that people interact with one another online. Maybe like how your grandma watches you interact with your friends because she doesn't understand why you guys do certain things. It's exactly like that. So right now, we're taking on the role of an observer using the sociological imagination, right? Thinking about the way social media is set up, as I explained before, it's a lot of people just expressing themselves in different ways, but it can be a little inauthentic. And in those terms, when we're taking ourselves outside of that, we have to just consider the way that happens and the way that forms, right? So we already know that people are going to create perceptions of us. People have per natural perceptions of us that are different than what may be the objective truth of who we are. And that's 
okay, you know, but at the same time, we always will have this hint of a feeling that we want to be understood. We want people to like us. We want uh, people to enjoy our presence and enjoy what we have to offer as a person. So in some ways we can curate an idea of what we think they like and try to make that our own. And that can be a little off-putting. That can be confusing and conflicting because if this isn't who I really am and they like this, then do they actually like me as a person? The world may never know because you're faking. <laughs> no, you're faking who you are or not. But I feel like in some ways everyone does it a little bit. And it's something that we all have to work through. So why we're talking about it. Um, and I guess we have to really understand why we desire that so much, that likeness, that feeling of being cool, the feeling of being popular, the feeling of being known as whatever person. And we don't care what kind of person we're known as. We more so care about the fact that we are known. But why? You know, why Why is that so necessary? It's because we want to be cool. We want to be liked. We want to be loved. We want to be connected with other people. We want to feel that connection because there's power in that. There is. There's power in community. There's power in having people around you who appreciate some aspect of you. But what is the real aspect of you? What is your niche? What is your identifier? Maybe it's something that only you know about, only your closest friends know about, something only your family knows about. Hmm? That act of expression that you do that flows within you so much that the world, everyone around you feels you through it as you're committing that action or after you've done it. Almost as if like when you're doing it, your body is pulsating, vibrating. Because it feels so good within you. It's just so satisfying, right? It can be basketball or running or coloring. It can be anything. Just some sort of movement or action that you're doing. But you, that, that takes true self-work. That takes true self-knowledge about who you are. Vulnerability and trust within yourself. See, those things take time and practice. When I used to feel troubled, I would always go straight to telling someone else in order to express that, how I'm feeling and what went wrong. Basically to clear my head with their consent, of course. But I found it to be really important to sit and process my feelings and my thoughts on my own. Because in a way, it, it takes away my own power to put all my trust in my friends to solve my problems or to at least work through them with me before have I have even thought about it myself. So... From that, I had to really question, like, do I trust myself? Do I trust myself enough to 
know that I can make myself feel better and I can make my life good and fun. I don't know. <laughs> but this is just saying like you must be vulnerable and intimate with yourself by putting your emotions in your own outlet and finding your outlet that's not someone else outside of yourself all the time at the very least at least take some time to process it before you go running off and telling someone else your story make something of that or just feel through that you know your creativity doesn't need to be and never will be perfect that's what makes it creative that's what makes it original and authentic it's you it's who you are and mm, i don't know how to say this without it being mean but you will never be perfect so we don't need to expect our expression to be that either it is a TikTok dance or a journal entry or a drawing or you singing in your car let it out and let it be everything isn't for everyone we gotta accept that and ourselves because now we are watching so many other people we're sitting on our phones we're watching people all day we're going out we're doing something for a job or for someone outside of ourselves and whenever we get a moment to even reflect we're low down tired we don't want to reflect or think about ourselves we don't want to do that we got to figure out what we're going to eat we're going to figure out what we're getting how we're going to pay the bill this month like there's so much stuff going on that unless you actively are thinking about it and making the space to do it Creativity, expression, vulnerability is not something that's just going to come naturally. It has to be intentional. And with that, I just mean that we have to be intentional with what we spend our time and energy doing and what we're putting ourselves into, right? Like, if you are so tired at the end of the day that you have no space for you to cater to directly to yourself, then there might be a problem here. <laughs> if you're not genuinely living for yourself, then what are you actually doing? And I just really want us to reflect on that. What are we actually doing with our time? And if you need some time to really consider that, take some time, P pause this, you know, get out a pen and paper, think about, look at your calendar even and look at what you're dedicating your time to. And I don't mean just, if you're doing basic tasks, of course, like doing your laundry, cleaning your house, those are self-fulfilling, of course, right? But those are necessities things. I'm talking about what are you doing to fuel yourself for fun, for your purely out of enjoyment in your free time? What are you doing for that? Because if their only thing is scrolling on social media or watching Netflix or some, 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 then is it really fulfilling you? Is it really fueling you? Is it really inspiring you? Because that's what we really need. 
We need something that's going to give you an idea, inspire you to think of your own, and then allow you to take action on it. How I live my life and how I do things is, I'm, if I'm watching something, maybe it's because I need a little laugh. I need a little chuckle. Hee hee ha ha. But that's like, there's only so much funny stuff that's going to be out there. Of course, Twitter is hilarious. You know, Twitter got me. TikTok too, sometimes. But sometimes stuff just be pointless. And that's we have to really get honest with ourselves. We have to really reflect on that matter of like, what is this actually doing for me? Please, please just think about it. That's all I want. That's what I really want us to do in this episode is to authentically be who we are in our minds, sit in quietness and think, what is this actually doing for me? Because nine times out of 10, is it, is it good? <laughs> And you define that, you know, you define what's good and you define what's bad. You define what's right and you define what's wrong. But once you have solidified those definitions in your life, because good to me is good makes me happy. Good makes me excited. Good makes me feel satisfied at the end of the day. Bad is the direct opposite of that. It makes me feel sad and shitty. I don't like it. So I'm going to turn that shit off. If you're getting to the point where you're comparing yourself, where you're feeling like, oh, she has this, like, I want that, da, 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 da. Unless it's something that you feel like is tangible for you and that you can go out there and grab it, that you can do something in your life to make sure you have that and you actually do it, then you probably shouldn't be partaking in that activity like at all. Because if it is not adding to your life, it's taking away from your life. It's taking time away from you. That I came to this realization a while ago, but it's something that I have to continuously reiterate to myself. Life is valuable. Life is valuable because it is limited. Things are valuable in the world itself because it is limited. Money, when somebody has a lot of money in the capitalist society, <laughs> because y'all know I was going to bring up capitalism. When, <laughs> when, someone has a lot of money in a capitalist society and someone else below them has a smaller amount of money, they have higher value over them because that is our currency. But as humans living our lives, time is currency. And if you are wasting your time on something that is not fueling you and your purpose, then it is a waste and you are basically draining yourself of your life force, of your energy, of what you have to offer. So why would you give yourself away for free? In this economy? <laughs> no, absolutely not. You know, I'm not doing it. I I don't have the time for it. Literally, word for word, bar for bar, I don't have the time for it. I, I can be as young as I can be, but in this world, in my life, I've started to think of it in two ways, right? I gotta live every day, not only like it's my birthday, like it's one of my favorite days of the year. Every day is my favorite day of the year. <laughs> but also, like every day is my last day on this earth. So do everything in your power that you can 
to make you feel like you are doing what you need to do. You're doing what you want to do. You're doing what truly makes you happy. That you will be okay with saying, I will be all right with this being the last thing I do on this earth. And that's that's getting a little deep. That's probably dragging it a little bit. But not to be dramatic, but that could be your reality. <laughs> it's not funny, but it's real. It's true. And we have to be realistic, but also vulnerable about these type of things. With the past couple of years that we've been having, that isn't the most um, not talked about topic, honestly. It's, it's become normalized. It's become centralized in our world. And honestly, we've seen a lot of it. We've experienced a lot of it around us. And it's sad and it's troubling. But at the same time, every time I think about a person that has passed away close to me, I have to remember that I, I get to still wake up today and they don't. So why would I waste a precious moment of time that while I wish I was with them, while I wish they were here to they see this with me or do this with me. I have to do it for the both of us. I have to live this way for the both of us. I have to see the world for the both of us. That takes strength. That takes self-reflection. And that takes vulnerability. And patience. Because it's not easy. It's not. What is easy is to sit and scroll on TikTok all day, all right? It takes no energy at all, but it does. It does. It's taking your energy away from doing the things that could really make an impact on you, on your life. So whenever you're sitting here on TikTok, on Twitter, on Instagram, scrolling, think to yourself, was that worth it? Was that worth my precious time? So with that, I invite you to honor and recognize that expression is our birthright. Living is our birthright. And what better way to show and tell our own stories than doing the things that makes us most happy. It's art. All of it is art. And that can be defined however you would like to. Because it's your world, I'm just living in it. And it's mine and you're just living in mine. <laughs> but use art as a reflection and as a method of remembrance. If you need to, you can use it to truly process how you feel during certain times. To help yourself reflect on that moment and to allow yourself to be and create what you should be and make in that moment. You see, creativity is honesty and purity to who you are at a given time. 
that's why I don't care what tattoo I get. If I wanted that tattoo at a certain point in time, I'm going to get that tattoo at a certain point in time because money is not my currency. Mentally is not like it is <laughs> physically in this world. It is. But at the same time, time is my currency. Joy is my currency. Joy is what fuels me. And if I want a tattoo and if it's going to make me feel good, it's going to make me look good because that's what makes me feel good at this point in my life, then I'm going to get it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to be it. I really want all of us to recognize that and honor that for ourselves. When I was a kid, I wanted my nose pierced so bad. <laughs> so bad. Literally, if you ask my childhood best friend, me and her would sit up on Pinterest, on YouTube, on Google, searching for pictures of black girls with nose piercings <laughs> and dyed hair. And now I'm living and breathing as that person because that's what I wanted. That's who I am. That's what I wanted to be when I was a kid. And so I'm feeling that I'm giving that to her because she deserves that. And I didn't have the time, money or energy or the permission to do those things at that point in time. But when I turned 18, the day after, literally the day after uh, my cotillion, because I couldn't get my nose pierced until after that, I got my nose pierced. When I tell you cotillion was May 25th of 2019 and my nose was pierced on May 26th, like, <laughs> I'm not playing. The day I turned 18, I planned out what tattoo I was going to get. I didn't even, I'm sorry, mom. I did not tell my mom when I was getting a tattoo. I didn't think she would allow me to do it. And I didn't want to hear any resistance to something that was going to make me so happy. Even if sometimes I look at that tattoo and I'd be like, dang, I really got this tattoo. I didn't need to do that. But it made me happy at the time. It, it makes me remember how I felt at that point in time. And that itself brings me joy. Just, just. I really want y'all to think about these things. Like, it's real. It's a real world out here and it can get tough. So why be tough on yourself? Why bring that stress onto yourself if you don't need to? When you have your quiet time, when you have your time to just sit and be by yourself and to people who have kids, you know, I don't have kids. So that's a perspective that I don't know if I can consider at this point. <laughs> when you can be alone please utilize that time and utilize it correctly because the quiet time is not quiet time if you're watching videos all the time it's not and i don't want to keep bringing it up as a thing that's so wretched and so bad because sometimes you don't want to think but that's what it's doing to you. Like, you're just not thinking during that time, unless it's truly inspiring to you. And TikTok can't be inspiring to me. When, and it, when, when I say TikTok can't be inspiring to me, like, it can't. But you got to make sure you're curating that for yourself, too. Just be intentional. Be strong. Have patience with yourself. And do the thing that... While it may be hard the first couple times, it's making your life truly easier. It's making your life good. It makes it, it's making you feel like you're doing something with yourself other than doing something for someone else. 
unless you own your business and then unless it's something that is a passion for you, not because of outsiders telling you like, oh, this would be so good. It's going to make you so much money. No. You should be doing something that allows you to vividly show yourself to yourself and to the world with integrity and acknowledgement of the grit and strife that you have experienced and possibly letting someone else know that like, hey, I've done this. I've been here. I'm great. This experience might've brought me whatever feeling it was and I'm still okay. I'm great. I'm even better. To be a creative, to be alive and to create from your experience is to be defiant. Defiant of the roles that society has placed on us as workers, as laborers. And to release the fear and restraint that comes with that. The fear and restraint of being ourselves. Because at times it can really hold us back. Feeling like we have to be a certain way, walk a certain way, talk a certain way in order to be liked or to make money. We really just focus in on what matters, which is currently and mostly will be yourself. You feel yourself and do things that make you happy, do things that make you feel like life is worth it. Then life is going to show you why it is. So with that, I'm just going to end in saying that everyone has a great unknown for them to discover and create and love as their own. Let it be writing or teaching or dancing or fashion designing, or running, or playing basketball. To start and discover the process and make it your own is a beautiful thing. And this is your way of expression. This is your passion. This is your life's purpose. Try to make room for it. You'll thank yourself later. Bye. You are listening to Justice 444 All. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. We will be back next week on Thursday. Um, You guys have a happy rest of your week. And I hope that you can take my advice and we'll be following up this conversation next week, talking about a saying that I heard in one of this summer's Marvel shows titled Miss Marvel. Um, This quote actually means a lot to me. And it's something that I have lived up by for a while and I just couldn't really put words to it but it is what you seek is seeking you 
I can't wait to hear what you guys think about this episode and show some excitement for next week's. Until then, bye.